Pass Keys, and more with Joe Kissel. This is Mac Voices. Today's Mac Voices is supported by Collide. Collide ensures only secure devices can access your cloud apps. It's zero trust, tailor-made for Okta. Book a demo today at collide.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. This is part two in a two-part conversation with Joe Kissel, the author of Take Control of Your Passwords. This time around, we continue our conversation about pass keys and what they mean, how they work, and a couple gotchas along the way that you probably need to know about before you start playing with them. Joe also gives us an update on a password manager that he thinks you might want to avoid. Let's go back and let Joe do the talking. And and from what you said, since one passkey doesn't know it, you know, itself from another passkey, if I go through to use your example, if I go through Safari and set up that passkey for eBay, since you said that, and as as Chuck Joyner, and then I go over to Chrome or or even go to one password and go to eBay and set up another passkey, those are two separate accounts. Might as well be two separate people, correct? No, well, not necessarily. Some sites will let you set up multiple passkeys. In fact, if you go to passkeys.io, it's a demo site where you can just, like it doesn't do anything except let you create a passkey and then sign in with it just to see how it works. And so... You could, you could create a passkey in Safari, go back there and create another passkey in one password, go back, create another passkey in Google Chrome, and all of those passkeys would be associated with your same user account. I, I actually, <laughs> I left out a rather important detail. So um, there, there is a partial workaround for the... Uh, not not crossing over between ecosystems thing, and it, it is doesn't always work. You have to have certain combinations of browsers and operating systems and so forth. But but basically, there there is a there is a way you can work around it like this. You go to some website. Let's say I'm uh, I'm in you know Chrome. I'm in Chrome on my Mac. Okay, I'm in Chrome on my Mac, and I go to a site where I have I have created a web a um, a passkey in Safari, and I know that that's synced to my iPhone. Okay, so uh, what, what, when I'll enter my, my username, it's like, hey, uh, hey, you know, Joe Kissel, uh, we, great, we know that you have a passkey because we, we, we recognize your, uh, your username, so do you want to just, you know, go ahead and touch your uh, touch ID now to uh, enter that? And I'm like, uh, actually, I, I can't because I saved it in a different thing. Okay, so usually there will be an option. Okay, use a different device to authenticate. So you you click that link or button or whatever it is, and a QR code shows up on your Mac's screen. You're like, all right. Take out your iPhone, turn on the camera, snap a picture of the QR code, go to that URL, and it's like, okay, now you're logged in because... The site has used the combination of the fact that your your iPhone had that um, had that passkey stored on it. You've unlocked it, so we know that it belongs to you. And 
using Bluetooth, we have been able to confirm that your phone is right next to your computer. We know that that is the device that took the picture of that QR code. So there is, there is this way that you can use another device to log in with the pass key, even though it was stored in the wrong ecosystem. It, it exists, but there are so many um, qualifications and caveats and yeah, buts that, and, 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 you know, it works, but it's not fun. Like it's fun to log in with a pass key. It's fun to log in with a pass key because you just go like touch that or scan my face or whatever. That's fun. Uh, having to now click a button display, you know, pull out my phone, unlock it, take a picture, tap the thing. That's not fun. That's, that's a lot of steps. Granted, it's less steps than typing a password, but still it's, it's, it's an awkward interim work around and it's like better than nothing, but I will be pretty happy when we don't have to go through those hoops anymore. Well, I'll say it and then we'll move on. I promise. But so that sounds like that could also potentially be a recovery situation. If you, if, if your machine should be stolen or destroyed by fire or whatever that you would, since I've established that pass key with, um, and, and I'm, I'm thinking absent the one password scenario, um, that, that if I, if I've established that one, that pass key with eBay and then my machine gets destroyed, that there's a way to recover from that and not have to start over. Yeah. That, that's a whole topic that I talk about in the book, but basically when you, when you create a pass key, Again, most of the time nowadays, the passkey will be an option. You can still log in with your old password, but you can instead log in with the passkey if you prefer. So you do have that backup method in most cases now. Very few sites will say the only way you can log in is with a passkey because that's saying only people with the very most modern devices and operating systems can use our site. And that's not, that doesn't make good business sense. Um, so if you, if you have more than one device and you use whatever the mechanism is to sync your pass key to other places, then yes, you do have a recovery method. Um, if you were to lose all of your devices and that you could, you could get like, Hey, I lost all my devices. There was a fire or something. Well, I go out and buy a new iPhone and I log into my iCloud account on the iPhone. It, syncs my pass keys from iCloud keychain. So that's no problem. Uh, if you lost all of your devices and access to wherever your stuff is backed up in the cloud and you had a site that didn't also have a password, then you'd be out of luck. But that's a lot of ifs. Yeah. And I mean, thank you for taking this much time on pass keys because it, it, I, I know everybody's been hearing about them, but you know, the, and the support is great and it's, boy, boy, it's going to be convenient and it's very secure. And so this gives us just a little taste. And if you want more than a little taste at this point, folks, that's why you need to go get the book. Um, Joe, what, what else is, is not that pass keys are the only thing you talk about here, but, uh, anything yeah. else that you want to highlight that is new in this edition? Few things. So first of all, 
in the book, I, I, I basically, you know, I, I talk a lot about passwords sort of conceptually, like why do passwords need to be unique? Why do passwords need to be long and complex? What would happen if they weren't? How are the, what are the different ways of achieving that uh, complexity without driving yourself crazy? So there's a lot of, it, it was like an appendix, like, do you like math? <laughs> do you know about logarithms? Do you want to learn how to, how to mathematically determine a password's strength? I can tell you how to do that. If you're like, you just ignore that appendix. It's fine. You don't have to. It's fine. But um, there, so there's the like the how and the why of passwords and the sort of strategy because th there will always be some passwords that you have to remember. If you're like, oh, I have a password manager. It's, it's on my phone. I can't use it to unlock my phone. I better I better know that code that I need to unlock my phone, right? So stuff like that. There will always be some that you have to memorize. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I have this problem with, I like open all these parentheses and I can't find my way back to close them. <laughs> what are we talking about? Australia, I don't know. Yeah, I uh, okay, so I was... Anyway, I was talking about the fact that I, I, I give you that background and I say, okay, let's talk about password managers. Password managers are great because they solve a lot of these problems. You don't have to think up passwords anymore. You don't have to remember them. You don't have to type them. They will just, they'll come up with the passwords for you. They'll sync them across their, your devices, auto enter them and all that stuff. Password managers are great. What do you look for in a password manager? And can you give me some examples of good password managers? So I've always had sort of an overview of whatever, six to 12 example password managers. There are lots of them out there. Like, okay, you're interested in one password. Here's what it does. Here's how much it costs. Here are the pros and cons. What about Dashlane? Here's what it does, how much it costs, pros and cons, and so forth. So I, I gave a bunch of examples. And these weren't necessarily recommendations, although I wouldn't, I wouldn't elaborate on something that I really, really hated, but they were like, you know, maybe this one fits you better, or maybe that one fits you better, or maybe you would just like this better for whatever reason. That's great. You, you, you go do that. So uh, one, of the, one of the very major password managers that has always been included in this list is LastPass. Now, LastPass used to be, for many people, their very top choice. For a while, it was free, and then they started offering you know, optional paid plans, and then they offered paid plans that weren't optional, and then they raised their prices. But still, okay, technologically, it was, a, it was a good tool. It was pretty easy to use, works everywhere, and so forth. But then LastPass had these big, 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 scary security breaches, um, more than one, uh, very well publicized, and all of these security experts that I am familiar with, that I follow their work, that I watch online, kind of went, no, 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 no. We we might have might have left one slip, but two, no, 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 no. You 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 just you just can't trust them anymore. This this shows that their their basic their basic security model, how they run their business and how they, uh, how they run their product is not trustworthy. And if there's one thing you need from a password manager, it's trustworthiness. So 
Um, there were already a couple of reasons to not be super pumped about LastPass, but these security breaches just, I, I'm, I'm done with it. Sorry. Like, I, if you, if you choose to use it, in, in my opinion, it's at your own risk because they've already shown multiple times over that you can't trust them with your data. So that was the biggest thing is, is just erasing that with an explanation of why we can't trust them anymore. But there were, you know, a couple of other password managers that sort of fell off or got added onto or, you know, had had new um, descriptions of what they can do. Um, at least at least three of these tools, as I mentioned, have pass key support either there or imminent. And I'm sure more will be added to that. So that was that was kind of the, the second big general area. And then, and then the third general area was that I, I realized that the book was very heavily biased toward computers, like things with a display and a full-size keyboard, as opposed to a phone or a tablet, you know, mobile devices. And I started thinking about that and realizing that that was a flaw because more and more people don't even use computers anymore or they use them, but not as much as they used to. Well, maybe now your iPad is your main computing device. You have an iPad and a phone and like, you're good. And the tricky thing about mobile devices, whether it's a phone or a tablet or whatever, is that by default, they're set up to only use numeric codes to unlock them. And in many cases, that numeric code is only four digits long. And that's scary. Uh, four digits as 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 you will read in the book about like how 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 safe various lengths of passwords are like four four digits is nothing it's very very insecure and if if that's the weak link in the chain even if you also do have a computer if you are relying a lot on your if if a simple four digit code can unlock your device and with it the password manager on that device that's opening yourself up to a lot of pain. So I talk more about mobile devices. One of the things I do is I encourage you to set a longer passcode. And even, you know, like even if you're used to using a four digit or six digit or whatever code for your, let's say your iPhone, you can set it up to use a 10 digit code. You can also set it up to use an alphanumeric code. Um, and that's what I've done because I've just read too many scary things about phones being, uh, you know, stolen or somebody watching as you type in your passcode over your shoulder or whatever. I don't want to make it easy for somebody to get into my phone or my tablet. So they no longer use numeric passcodes. They use alphanumeric passwords. And you can turn that on. And yes, it's a bit more of a hassle to unlock them with that but uh, so much safer. So talk, talk more about mobile devices in the book and offer some advice. Mac Voices is supported by Collide at collide.com slash Mac Voices. Clicking on the wrong link can cause you plenty of headaches if it's just you. But if it's your company, the possibility of clicking a wrong link is multiplied by the number of users right along with the headaches. Your users don't mean to create a problem, but they have other things on their priority list. That's why Collide works so well for Okta users. 
you can get your entire fleet to 100% compliance. If a device isn't compliant and tries to log in, it can't. The user is provided with the information on what needs to be done. If they do it, great. If not, they're blocked. Immediate, helpful device compliance that secures your company. Without Collide, there's nothing to stop an unsecure device. With Collide, unsecure devices don't have a chance to cause issues. And this is all built to work seamlessly with Okta. Zero trust architecture and 100% device compliance. That means fewer support tickets and less frustration all around. Just what the doctor ordered. Visit collide.com slash macvoices to learn more or book a demo. That's collide, K-O-L-I-D-E dot com slash macvoices. Collide.com slash macvoices. Thanks to Collide for supporting macvoices. That, I mean, that seems such an obvious thing, but uh, you're right. It probably doesn't apply as much to to the two of us and to a lot of our readers or listeners, viewers, whatever. Um, but yeah, there's a, a growing faction out there that have closed the the lids on their MacBooks and haven't opened them for a while, and it's everything's on the phone or, as you said, the iPad. So yep. I, I I love to hear the fact that you're enhancing our ability to secure those devices. Uh, that just yep. is like it's really super important. important. And so you're looking at what's current, and then with the past keys, you're looking a little bit farther down the road. That's right. Uh, this is one of those topics that it just isn't going to sit still. In six months, almost inevitably, a lot of the information will be outdated, and it'll need to be updated again. And uh, I, I expect that to go on for quite some time. It as you know as, as I was reading this again, like even okay. So I I, I finished the, I finished the update, okay, and I'm, I send it to my editor, to uh, to Kelly Turner, and and she's like, okay, yeah, actually I'm going out of town for a week, but I'll get to it as soon as I get back. During that week that she was out of town, when the, when the manuscript was just sitting there, uh, there were some announcements, <laughs> like WWDC happened, and. Um, I, I learned some new stuff that's going to happen in the fall operating systems and one password made some announcements and like stuff changed. I'm like, can I, can I borrow that manuscript back <laughs> a minute to, to stick in some new text, uh, before we wrap this up? So, uh, and of course my one password book, which is just updated like a month or two ago. Um, now that's going to need some little updates too, to, to talk about the pass keys and a few other things. So it's, uh, it's just a it's a world that is constantly changing, but we 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 got to keep on top of it. You 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 ignore this stuff at your peril. Yeah. So obviously, takecontrolbooks.com is where you go to get it. Um, Joe, I think you said there's a bundle for this and the one password book as well. Right. So each of those books, take control of your passwords, which is general, and take control of one password, which goes deep on that one specific app, if that's the one you're interested in using. Each of those books by itself is $14.99. You can uh, buy a bundle of the two of them together for $20. If you already have an older edition of Take Control of Your Passwords, by the time you see this, you should have gotten an email from me about uh, an upgrade. And depending on how long ago you bought that old edition, the upgrade might be free or it might be $5. But uh, in any case, we try to be pretty pretty generous with our upgrades, but we also do have to eat, so um, so they're not all free. But 
If you are interested in learning about the whole enterprise of passwords and pass keys, generally uh, take control of your passwords tells you all about that. And if you decide that one password is the tool that you want to use to manage your passwords, you can get uh, take control of one password for all the details on that. Great. And and both books I should mention um, are are platform neutral. So if you have a Mac and iPhone and so forth, you live in the Apple world exclusively, that's great. They cover that stuff. If you use a Windows PC or an Android phone or whatever, still great. They cover all that as well. Excellent. Excellent. Joe, every time you're here, what I say at the outset, I always learn something. I know everybody else learns something. We love to have you just keep doing your thing and get back when you can. I will uh, do exactly that. <laughs> Folks, I'm Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices. I think my mind is blown. I want to go and experiment with pass keys uh, just so I'm ready for the future when maybe it might be a little, well, will be more widely adopted. Until the next time, thanks for watching. Visit MacVoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.